We're here. We are here. Tire Girls Club, welcome. Welcome. You're in it. This is the intro to Libra season. It's Libra season. So we're going to just jump in. We're talking all about astrology in general. Yeah. Not exactly Libras. It's not the same that we did with Virgo season or Leo season where we had little prompts. But we're just talking about astrology in general because we felt it was time. Yeah. I like this one. And I think we talk about like... Libra season, Virgo season, Gemini season a lot, but if you don't really know much about astrology, it probably comes off as really confusing. So we figured, why not just do an astrology pod? Yeah, we gave you some um, helpful apps that we really like to use, um, just our insights on some people in our lives, mm-hmm. insights about us. We pretty much go through our whole charts with you guys. So yeah. if you want to get to know us even better and you speak the language of astrology, this one's for you. Here we go. here hello 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 how's it going good good morning good morning and good morning to you tired girls we are here this is the beginning of libra season it is the beginning of libra season i can't even believe it i know it's insane and here we are we talk about astrology all the time Mm -hmm. and we figured it would be a good time to um help you guys out if you don't talk about astrology nearly as much as we do Yeah, I feel like that's been something that has been a common interest with us for as long as we've been hanging out, I'd say. And yeah, here we are, Libra season, and we are going to talk to you guys a little bit about what we know about astrology, because sometimes it could probably sound like we're talking Chinese to you. Yeah, most likely. (laughs) Talking Chinese. Yes. Yeah. Well. So, we would like to explain... Um, how you find your birth chart, mm-hmm. how you find all that info, some good, helpful apps that we really like, um, what it all means. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll talk about the people in our lives and yes. whatever. Um, we probably combined have like a hundred birth charts in our phones because yes. we ask everybody and it's just really fun. So, Oh my God. Yeah. Like everyone. If everybody. I have like a client that's like talking about their kid. I'm always like, oh, how old are they? Yeah. <laughs> when do they turn the next stage? Because so like... you're just trying to get all the info. <laughs> yeah. Low key, not to be like really weird, but this is probably weird. But when people have babies and then they're posting with their little signs, and it's yes. like, baby born at 12:07 a.m. June 2nd, 2019. You know, whatever. I'm like instant yeah in my time yep. passages what is this i need to know what is this i need to know who is this person yeah no information safe you guys just so you know you maybe want to check that if you don't want people to be like me knowing yep. your kid's birth chart yep just i mean saying. or if you want us to know your kid's birth chart and we'll give you all the info yeah or yeah it's all harmless it is harmless um also, if you, I guess, don't like astrology, this this pod's probably not for you. No. You can just turn us off. Yep. And Thank you fine. for tuning in, but yeah. <laughs> we talk about astrology a lot. Yes. This one, I mean, we talk about astrology a lot anyway, but this one for, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. A 100% and astrology today. Yeah. Here You're welcome. Is. Honestly. Yeah, I would say so. I would say that, like, we learn a lot through it and... You can learn with us. Right. I think you can find answers anywhere you look, you know? Yeah. And so astrology is just one of those places. I think astrology is one of the best ways to kind of get answers, especially if you believe in things like energy or um, even like spirituality. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. Well, it's time to pull a card. It's time. So I wonder what the... What the universe has to say about astrology today and what we need to learn and talk about and focus on. Hey, Oracle deck. Hey, Oracle deck. How's it going? Missed you. I know. We want to know what the energy is for this podcast. Talking about astrology, and we are talking about birth charts, and we are talking about how mystical and wonderful the universe is. Yes. And how it gives us insights. So 
I would like to see what insight we get. Zebra. Zebra. Okay. Did we get the zebra once? Did we? I feel like one of our early ones we got the zebra. All right. I don't know. Let's see. The zebra is coming back around. I just, I mean, I, I at least know we've pulled the zebra different times in. I'm actually, yeah, we have had the zebra. I, I feel like I have a very clear image of the zebra in my head, like one of the pictures that we took. Let's see. Where are you, zebra? Zebra. Okay, it's, it's a ground or earth yes. element. Working on it. Here we go. Almost. Sorry. Doo, doo, doo. Here we go. Okay, zebra. Eccentric, creative, visionary. Hmm. Oh, Zebra was with Jackie's episode. Oh, okay, yeah. Very beginning. And we did actually get all her astrology info. We were trying really hard to, Whoa. to do that, remember? Yeah, and, and we found her out that, boyfriend. Yeah. He's Taurus. a purebred Taurus. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, so Zebra energy again. Um, didn't we have a rule that we're not allowed to pull it twice, or is this full circle? I mean, I feel like it's kind of full circle, but do you want to pull another? No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> we'll just make sure our picture looks different. Okay. Okay. Zebras are the most precious of gems. They are young at heart, well-cultured, and have an undying curiosity about life. Being in the company of a zebra personality not only is a delight, but also opens our minds. Be prepared. Their potent magic is contagious, and you may soon find yourself in a faraway land, expanding your worldview while having a blast. Zebras also like to contribute to the global health through environmental or volunteer work. This card may be a hint to pack your bags. When in balance, worldly, enthusiastic, fashion forward. When out of balance, jaded, pouty, and vain. To bring into balance an epic adventure in art. Cool. But I think that makes total sense. Like I think so. Astrology. I think talking to you about astrology is delightful. I feel like you just come off very like exuberant and like curious. And I would say astrology is like magical and contagious. And then you find yourself expanding your worldview yeah i was just gonna say like i think it's a really good way to kind of expand your worldview of things Mm because i feel like it's if anything it's just like a good conversation starter with people like sometimes i i mean if my clients are i don't know if we're like really quiet and it's like sort of weird but like you can tell we kind of want to talk but like don't really know what to talk about it's like just such an easy like are you into astrology and then it sometimes they're like oh my god and like then you can just talk for like the whole next hour and like it's cool I or like they're to... like no and then <laughs> I still talk about it anyways clients. I know I'm always like oh this might sound weird but like I'm super into astrology and then I just like go I could talk for hours about this shit and like I know I just spend so much of my time like reading my co-star reading the pattern mm-hmm. um even just going through my time passages and seeing who I have in there and being like, oh, yeah, I forgot that makes sense. They're a Scorpio moon. <laughs> right? It's such a good, like, reference. Reference. It's like an encyclopedia of people. We yes. Know. My favorite thing on my time passages is my little – I've started categorizing them to where it is, like, family, friend, yeah. client, random, other. Oh, you other. can do that? Yeah. Whoa. Um, and so I have, like – at least seven or eight people that are like girl at disrupt or girl in line and i'm like yes. who were these people i have no idea but i have their birth chart and it's That's great really funny and i can't remember because i probably was too drunk but it's all good remember that girl at disrupt yeah i do mm-hmm. where are, what was her name ember ember we were friends i have her phone number still <laughs> And then she wanted to fight me. Yeah, you should invite her on the pod. Oh, let's totally do that. Dear Ember. Dear Ember. If you're listening, this is weird. Why do you weird. hate me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't have to try to fight Jamie at Disrupt. No, you didn't. I accept your apology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a big mistake for her. Well, I feel like we should talk about our favorite app, like how to get started with astrology. I think... Number one, the easiest thing you can do is get time passages. Like that, I think is the is should be the starting point. Yeah, but right? rewind. Ask your mom what time you were born. Okay, ask your mom what time you were born. Because the time is very important for your rising sign. What's rising though? Like, is it where the sun or where the moon is rising into? It's where. So your constellation, right? Like your your sun sign, like me being an Aries, that's in the same place for like a month like or that's where that constellation is on the horizon in your month so that's why it's your sign but then it's like where the sun is okay when you're born like okay. your constellation 
is here. So yeah. that it doesn't have to do with the sun or the moon. It's the constellation that of stars. That makes sense. Okay. So then it's like your sun is somewhere. Okay. Where the sun rising is your rising. Okay. Or where the sun is. Because if it's the middle of the day, the sun may be in like Scorpio. If it's yeah. in the evening, it could be in Pisces. If yeah. it's wherever it's here. You know? Whoa. Interesting. And it changes every two hours. So yeah. really Cause that's cause like. Because it's the sun going. Yep. Going across. So that's yep. your rising. Huh. Mm-hmm. And oh. then it, then the moon, similarly, wherever the moon's at when you're born is there. Okay. But. Huh. Yes. And so you're pretty much everybody knows what their sun sign is. That's what you're told forever. Like I always forever knew that I was an Aries because my birthday's April 18th. Like, yes. Got it. Yep. <clears throat> and Jamie over here is a little Gemini. I know. I am to the core. Yeah. <laughs> So that's like your your starting starting point, but that's only one third of the picture. Mm-hmm. Not even like Not less even. than that. Yeah, because each one of your planets also has something to do with something. Yep. Da-da-da. So that's why time passages is important because it's like easy to digest right away. Because astrology, there's so much to take in. Mm-hmm. So with <clears throat> time passages, it gives you your sun, your moon, and your rising, and I would say those are like your core, yeah. like three. So your moon represents like your emotions. Um, they even say like it has ties to like your relationship with your mom. And interestingly enough, okay. Um, and how you handle things like on the inside. And a lot of people do feel like they relate more to their moon sign than their sun sign sometimes. Right. That's because that's how you know you. Yeah. Is you know internal. you in your emotional internal life. Mm-hmm. So more people. Generally, people relate more, yeah, to their moon sign than to their um, sun. Yep. So what's your moon again? Aries. Aries. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way? Yep. Yep. Fiery. <laughs> um, my moon is in Pisces. And do you feel like a Pisces? I think for a long time I felt more like a Pisces, um, just because I am super emotional, and that's what I always understood, and I was like, I'm not aggressive, I'm not stubborn. And then until she's waiting for her I'm coffee. I'm not impatient. Whoa. <laughs> okay, I am like very patient. I think, but when it comes to that's so mean. No, it's not. Okay, it's not mean, but I don't think it's true. Um. Okay, so not this. What past did I time. do? Not today. The last time we went to Summer Moon, you were like, where's my coffee? And you like walked up there and you were like, hey, where's our coffee? And then you got the coffee. Oh my gosh, whatever. <laughs> we were waiting there forever and I felt so nervous and I was like, do I go up there and ask where our coffee is? And then I went up and I don't know, it was there. It was I fine. feel like you're assertive. I feel like you like lay down the law. I feel like mm-hmm. you get shit done. I don't know. I think... But that's your Capricorn rising, maybe. Maybe. I think my... Um, I've been starting to relate more to my Aries, I think, as I've been maybe understanding it more and, like, realizing that it is, it's my, uh, I always thought it was, like, my emotions were kind of, like, so I can sort of change, but I, I don't, I'm not, like, mad and then happy and then, like, I don't go through waves like that. I, like, am decisive and I'm, like, it's all or nothing. Yeah. And it's, like, one or the other. And that's, like, my Aries, for yep. sure. Yeah. So. Do you change your mind a lot? Um... <laughs> I would say, like, at days at a time. I don't change my mind, like, multiple times in a day. But I'd say maybe, like, if there's some big issue, it takes me, like, a few days to, like, think it through. And then I, and then I might change it. But yeah. probably in, like, a longer time span, yeah, I change my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah, yes. What about you, Miss Gemini? What does that mean for you? What? I don't know. Do you, like, feel like there are two or multiple parts of people of you i don't feel like i have multiple personalities i feel like i have multiple reactions to different things i guess i Mm. don't know it's hard to explain um i don't know i think i'm just trying to be like open-minded and see things from like all different perspectives but yeah you don't think you're crazy i mean obviously i called myself a psychopath earlier i'd say like i'm a little crazy but i also think that's like my aries moon of like intense emotion at all times so is it too early to jump into numerology stuff no okay because i've also have been going down this rabbit hole of numerology for the last couple nights Mm -hmm. um i got this i downloaded this book from the library if you didn't know if you have a library card you can get the overdrive app and then you can just download books from the library you don't have to go to the library but you can like still get books i need to get that i know do you have a library card no 
Well, you should get that first. Yep. And then, <laughs> or you can get it and just use mine. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but so this book is called like Numerology with Tantra, Ayurveda, and Astrology. Whoa. Everything yeah. that I'm like into. Uh, yeah. So it just so like pulls fun. everything together. So the sun. So numerology, this like fucking rocked my world. And like there are, they say that numerology is simpler than astrology. I think once you get the concept, it is, yes, but there is, like, math involved in lots of numbers, and it's just like, huh? But <laughs> <laughs> but the idea, it was so crazy. Like, the numbers 1 through 9, which are obviously our numbers, those are, are all, like, the planets. Like, the reason we have numbers 1 through 9 is because of the planets. Huh. What? Whoa. Crazy, uh, right? Okay. And so, like... I mean, it makes sense, like, who came up with numbers, but, and why, why to nine, and then at ten, it, like, starts over, because, like, why not have just, like, you know, 33 numbers that are all, like, it, and then it starts over. Yeah. Right? Whoa. So one through nine, because those were the planets that you could see. It goes as far as Saturn, because after Saturn, you can't see that shit, like, looking at the plain night sky and whatnot. Yeah. And then two of them are, like, different nodes on the moon. Okay. That's why, like, I need to learn about the nodes. I don't know what they mean, but so the sun is number one, the moon is number two. Similarly, the sun is like your ego, basically, how you see. Let me pull up my little note. I wrote this whole note about it. Um, uh, it's kind of like, oh, that's different. Sorry. Okay. But since we were talking about the moon, um, (laughs) the moon is the most important planet for our for our earth and our life and where we depend on the sun for our life force um the moon is more like swaying right because it goes through its things it cycles all the time so that is like our emotions it's more okay. like like a not as constant as sure. like the sun is so which makes sense for your ego and your emotions yeah yeah huh mm-hmm Whoa. I know. Things are crazy. This book's crazy. But, I'm going to have to download that. Yeah, you should. <clears throat> I mean, and most of it, like the first, I don't know, quarter of the book is like explaining all the stuff and then it just explains what each kind of number means and their relationships and stuff. That but, okay. is fucking crazy. Yeah. I am shook. I know. One through nine because the planets and that's what they could see. Right. Whoa. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So, so weird. Okay, numerology is just this whole other thing. Yeah. So then, anyway, let's get back to rising oh, signs, yeah. So I then guess. your rising sign, think of it as, like, your first impression or your mask that you wear or how people see you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How people see you. So your rising sign, that's why it's important to know which time you were born because it changes every two hours. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm a Capricorn rising. People think I'm a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Or I present myself as a Capricorn. Yeah. Where you are... Scorpio rising. Scorpio. And I present myself as a Scorpio-ish. People that maybe don't know me mm-hmm. could probably see me more as a Scorpio because I am very, like, reserved and, like, kind of checking out the place before. Calculated yeah, in a way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get to know me and they're like, oh, wait, you know, she's a Gemini. Oh, wait, yeah. You're an air sign. <laughs> And I think that's kind of where it can come off that I'm extremely emotional, too, because Scorpio is a water sign. Mm-hmm. Um, because my emotions are so intense from the Aries that it could come off as like, well, this girl has emotional issues. But I actually don't. <laughs> um, okay, maybe I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but well... Anyway, so then that's where time passages comes in, and that gives you, like, the three. But mm-hmm. if you want to go deeper into your entire birth chart as a whole... And where all the planets and things were when you were born. In the houses. Each one rules stuff, and then yep. there are houses. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. I'm still trying to learn about the houses. Um, so I would say download CoStar. CoStar is really fun, too, because you can add... Your friends, if they add you back. <laughs> yeah, you have to make a profile on CoStar. And yeah. It's cool because it'll give you like... Um, it'll like, give you daily insights. It'll give you like each planet, what it means, 
for you and specifically in which house it's in. So it's just a lot more detailed information and it's still free, which is great. So in my chart, my rising sign is Scorpio and it's also in the first house, which means your identity. Your rising sign's always in your first house. Is it? Yes. Hmm. Just so you know. But my Pluto in Scorpio is also in my first house. So maybe that's what it is. But your rising is always in the first house. It's always in your okay. first You can have other stuff in your first house, but your rising is going to always be in your first. Yeah. Because it's very interesting how both planets or what are situations that I have in Scorpio are in my first house. And I was reading that that has a lot to do with your identity too. Mm-hmm. So I'm just a little ball of air and water, I guess. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, what's interesting, I think, with mine, it doesn't, it's kind of strange, but I have, like, my Pisces moon in my third house, but I also have my Aries, Mercury, and Venus in my third house, but then I have my Aries sun in my fourth house, so they can overlap. Okay, yeah, interesting. The constellations can overlap. Yeah, Um, and also in CoStar, it'll give you, like, a breakdown of what it all means and what the houses mean, so... And if your friends are in there, you can compare your charts. Yeah, and see if you're compatible or not. Mm-hmm. Like today on my co-star, it says, um, <laughs> okay, rude. <laughs> <laughs> Always puts me in check. It says, this is funny, stringing together quotes from the last 10 things you've read is not the same thing as having a conversation. Wow. Okay, co-star. Where's your Mercury. Um, my Mercury is in Aries in my third house. Okay. So Mercury is the planet that rules your communication and your knowledge and your intellect. Is that the same thing as knowledge? I don't know. But yeah, I would say you're pretty assertive with the way that you communicate and like very just straightforward. You think? Oh, (laughs) Mercury (laughs) determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. It also indicates how you learn. It's the mind's planet. And so mind says the Mercury in Aries, meaning your intellect is quick, independent, impatient, energetic, and direct. You think fast and start conversations with enthusiasm. You're likely to yell. I don't think I ever yell, though. No, I don't think you yell, but I think if you ever raised your voice, you probably would. I feel like you're very... It's the Capricorn. (laughs) Yeah. Capricorn brings me back, brings me down. Yep, grounds you. Grounds me. Wow, my Mercury's in Gemini. That's cool. How is it that, like, your Mercury's in Gemini and my Mercury's in Aries? I was just thinking that. Which house is yours in? Uh, Seventh house, meaning you are curious about and inclined to analyze your closest relationships and how they affect you. Hmm. Wow. What do you know? (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? You are deeply curious about everything. Your energy is often scattered in a million directions. I have a question. Yeah. Which planet rules Gemini? Mercury. Oh, Mercury does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Mars rules Aries, right? Yep. So does that mean that my Mars is more important? My Mars in my fourth house is... Or no, no, no. My Mars is in my seventh house in Cancer. Is that like a really important part of me? Because Mars is the ruling planet of Aries? Probably. Because I think the seventh house is your relationships. Let me look. Well, it's like super important to me because of Mars. No? Mm-hmm. My Mars in Cancer. Oh, God. That Mars in Cancer. That's your... Oh, yeah. And that's your... No, you're right. Partnerships, marriage, one-on-one relationships. That thing's my, my cross to bear. Yeah, absolutely. Do I have an eighth house? Interesting. Oh, and you don't always... It's probably very rare to have something in every house, right? Yeah. Like, there's probably no way you no. have something in everything. No. And But likely that you'll have multiples and all kinds of stuff. I'm pretty sure the girl that tattooed me, Katie... Shout mm-hmm. out, Katie. Hey, Katie. Um, She's very even. Yeah? Oh, yeah. She has, like... Oh, do you have her co-star? What yeah. is she? She is a Cancer Sun. Mm-hmm. She is an Aries rising, and she's a Taurus moon. She's a Gemini in Venus. She's a Mercury in Cancer also, Mars in Virgo, Jupiter in Libra, Pluto in Scorpio, Neptune in Uranus in Capricorn, Saturn in Aquarius. Like, she's just got a little bit of What year was she born? I feel like we have some more uh, thing. I don't know if it says that. 
don't know. I don't know how to find you. You don't know her birthday? Oh, update. Specifically. Compatibility. Oh, yeah. I guess it doesn't really say when when your birthday is. No, she's younger, though. I think That's she's fine. 26. So I think she's your age. Yeah, because I yeah. was going to say with the, the stuff in Capricorn and in Pluto, like, that's the same with mine. Mm-hmm. But I know that stuff takes, like, a long time. But even, yeah. I think at our, in our sort of little generation, right, like, here now with you and me and, like, even Brian, like, those things are changing. Yes. It's, like, not in the middle of the 30 years where, like, there's a changing point. Yes, because the other planets take a longer time to get around the sun right so that's why like those are more like generational so right um yeah so then mercury's the communication venus or wait what's after mercury is it venus yeah venus is determines how and what you love and it indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to so my venus is in aries my Mercury and Venus are in Aries. Okay. My Venus is in Leo. Mercury, the Sun, Mercury, <laughs> and Venus in Aries. Whoa. Okay. I know. So I am a pretty Aries chick. You are. But it says that your Sun is in Aries, meaning you are fundamentally assertive and persistent and courageous. Naturally competitive and fiercely independent, you push things forward with energy and enthusiasm and persevere through anything. Oh, wait. That's my Sun. Oh. Derp. <laughs> where, where was I? Venus. Venus. Oh, my romantic side is also enthusiastic, impulsive, and direct. And I fall in love quickly and out of love just as fast. I tend to be forthright and direct, even if you haven't confessed. Um, <laughs> alternate between seeming demanding and disinterested. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, my God. I'm going to say your Venus Aries is showing back. I know. Well, it's true. I think it's funny with the... Um, uh, forthright and direct, even if you haven't confessed, because that reminds me of when I made a house key for Brian's house and I didn't tell him, <laughs> and we weren't even like officially dating. I tell people that all the time now, and they just laugh. I'm like, "This is that's who I am." Yeah, it was pretty fucking crazy when we got together. It's all good, but I feel like we grow. I mean, how else? Are, what else is I gonna do? Not make a key to his house? I mean, what if I had to bust in there if something was going down? You're right. What I if think... I left something really important there? I yeah you know I I don't know how I rationalized that decision you just did love you know <laughs> there are no rules when it comes to love no not with an Aries <laughs> not with an Aries Venus no 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 That's for sure my well, way or the fucking highway it's happening I have a Venus in a fire sign uh oh Leo Ooh. your Venus is in Leo meaning your romantic side is idealistic AF yeah wow is it not? Damn. You need a lot of love, care, and validation. In return, you don't hold anything back. You want a passionate relationship, though sometimes it seems like you just like drama. <laughs> 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 it's in your ninth house, meaning that for you, love is often expressed in philosophy, faith, education, politics, and travel. Okay, sweetie. Well, called the fuck out on that. Yeah, right? Wow. Wow. Damn. Okay. All right. Your Venus is so... Do you have Alex in your co-star? I do. Oh, my gosh. Where's his Venus? Um, I want to say what Scorpio. What is his chart? Okay. Give us... Let's let's talk about... Since we're talking about love, let's talk about these guys. Okay. Yeah. Alex's Venus is in Scorpio in the fifth house. So it says the Venus is in Scorpio, meaning the romantic side is mysterious, passionate, and seductive. The intense depths of their devotion make for a mad and boundless love, though they may sometimes mutate into suspicion, jealousy, and cruelty, making their love life somewhat tumultuous. Oh, wow. What do you know? What do you oh, know? Like- <laughs> Savage. Well, what's it's, his chart? What's his, like, sun, moon, rising? Hold on. It's in his fifth house, meaning that love is expressed through romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. Um, his rising is Gemini. So we mirror each other, which is like mm. a big issue, I think, is like where a lot of things come from. Yeah. Um, his sun is Scorpio and his moon is Sagittarius, which is Sag the issue. Moon. Yikes. Brian, um, I guess these days is a um, <laughs> Virgo sun, um, Leo moon and Libra rising. And his chart, he has so many different things. Like, if you look at his chart, he has, like, 
so all all the signs like he's kind of all over the place wow his houses not so much but he has all kinds of stuff okay but his um venus is in libra so Hmm. venus in libra venus determines how and what you love their venus is in libra meaning their romantic side is idealistic and eager to please they want an equitable relationship and they're willing to make compromises to get there they can be a little self-obsessed and may have trouble being realistic or loyal in their relationships. It's in their 12th house, meaning that for them, love is often expressed in privacy, secrets, and introspection. Whoa. Are you private? Are you guys, like... What are you asking? Um, I don't know. Do you guys just like to hang out with just y'all? Or does he like to just hang out with just y'all? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I think, well, with... Um, may have trouble being realistic or loyal in the relationships. Not that he's not loyal, but I think it did take a long time to like get him there mm-hmm. to get him to like actually commit. Like I was committed. I was committed before he even knew <laughs> that he was going to be committed. But I was like, I've told him now. I'm like, yeah, I. Oh, gosh, it was like February when he said we've established your boyfriend and girlfriend, right? And I was like. Yeah, I've been calling you my boyfriend since November. Like, <laughs> we're there. Yes. We have, yeah, surprise. We, you've been my boyfriend. Little did you know. Yeah. But yes, we're together. Yes. Babe. Yep. So it, yeah, it, it took some time. Yeah. And I mean, it just takes time. Yeah, it does. That's understandable. And that, that must be his lever. He's got to be like balance the is it worth being in a relationship or should i have this other life that i don't know maybe could be something else or what what do i want and it's very he has mm-hmm. to just think a lot about it i yeah. think which is fair yeah it's a big decision i get it and he's a virgo so and he's his, a fucking virgo his ruling planet is also mercury oh. yikes mercury mm-hmm. um Ooh, i like this little stool here i can set my feet up yeah there you go look at me i'm so comfy um what's the next one mars so mars is your aggression i believe mars is indeed aggression yep so okay let me get back to me where's your mars my mars is in leo okay it says it determines how you assert yourself take action and the energy that surrounds you particularly in your sex life your ambitiousness, and when you're angry. Your Mars is in Leo, meaning you assert yourself in a way that is authoritative authoritative, and persuasive, and you push things forward with confidence and gusto. It's in your ninth house, meaning you put a lot of energy into philosophy, faith, education, politics, and travel. I'm, like, afraid to ask you questions about... <laughs> about what? I don't know. Your Mars and your sex life. I'm like, I don't think I need to know. I think your chart <laughs> tells me everything I need to know about what goes on in there, you know? Uh, yeah. 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 I, I get it. You're good. <laughs> I think it's funny, though, because I always thought that, like, Venus was, like, your sex life, but... Venus is just love, love. and affection. Yeah, we're, like... But my Venus is in Leo anyway, so. Right. So you're just loud and proud, no? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. 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 Loud and proud. Yep. I get it. <laughs> See, where my my Venus is in Aries, so my love is like, this is it. Uh-huh. But then my Mars is in Cancer, so I'm actually very like, what, sensitive? Soft, yeah. Softy? Yeah. Gentle? Yeah. Which makes sense, because like crabs are Caring. hard on the outside. And soft on the inside, and I feel like that's, that's how true. you are. I'm very like caring when it comes to that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You make sure you take care of the other's needs. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. <laughs> um, but my Mars and Cancer, oh gosh, is I feel like this one was my cross to bear. This is my like fatal flaw. Sometimes is how, if, with me just being introspective and looking at it, like I found that I have. A lot of issues with this fucking Mars and Cancer. Mm-hmm. But it says that uh, you're Mars and Cancer, meaning you assert yourself in a way that is emotional and somewhat passive aggressive, and you push things forward only when you feel safe and secure. It's in your seventh house, meaning you put a lot of energy into close relationships and long term partnerships. Hmm. So, I mean, that's true. Yeah. I can't remember or think about why that was annoying for me for so long. I think because 
What? I don't know. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't at? know why it was so annoying for you either. You were like I remember. Shook. I was so annoyed about you it so for, for a hot minute. Yeah. Maybe that's the Aries. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Where's um, Alex's Mars? Libra. Mars and Libra. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, let me go find it. Brian's Mars is in Virgo. Interesting. Which means... Um, they assert themselves in a way that is precise and they push things forward with diligence, intention, and hard work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. They're rarely willing to go out on a limb. Their tendency to be intentional and analytical means they need to know that the situation is right before they act. It's in their 11th house, meaning they put a lot of energy into social status, including platonic and casual friends, along with their hopes, wishes, and dreams. Whoa. Yes. I could say that's true. Um, Alexis says their Mars is in Libra, meaning while it takes them a while to make a decision, they assert themselves in a way that is fair-minded and real, relativistic. Okay. Whatever the fuck that means. Through sometimes passive aggressiveness. Mm, Yep. (laughs) It's in their fourth house, meaning that they put a lot of energy into their home and family. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mars. Oh, Mars. Good old Mars. Oh, my co-star says I'm indestructible. That's sweet. That's nice. You got some good good feedback today. Yeah, right? Well, why... I don't... Well, I guess... I was going to say, why is there not an Earth? But we're on Earth. We are on Earth. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then... All this stuff is just in relation to Earth. My... Earth, so Mars, then, Jupiter. Jupiter. Next. Wait. Yeah. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Sorry, babe. You're way too Hi, late. Alex. That was like two hours ago I called him. Well, maybe he was busy. Sleeping? Well, good point. All right. Um, Jupiter. Where's I you? think Jupiter is your luck, and mine's also in Leo. It says idealism, optimism, and expansion. Are you just a Leo chick? i very Leo, yeah. Yeah? I'd say. Let's see. My Jupiter's in Libra. Okay. What does it say? It says, um, my Jupiter in Libra means that I grow and find understanding through harmony, balance, and seeing both sides to a situation. It's in my ninth house, meaning you find success through the creation of meaning, philosophy, faith, education, politics, and travel. Hmm. Which I think is true because, I mean, I did try to find success. Like, when I went to school, I studied sociology. So, I guess, had that gone forward, it's all about finding balance and seeing all sides of people and situations and maybe that would have brought me success you know mm-hmm. philosophy faith education it all me yeah words i would say that yeah my jupiter's in leo <laughs> surprise meaning you grow and find understanding through magnum mag magnanimity what does that mean let's look there like a dictionary involved yeah you can just hold on a word and then look up what's it say the virtue of being great of mind and heart okay hmm a refusal to be petty a willingness to face danger and actions for noble purposes that sounds like you Mm -hmm. inspiring confidence thinking big and feeling good about yourself it's in your ninth house meaning you find success through creation of meaning, philosophy, faith, education, politics, and travel. You have a lot of stuff in your ninth house, too. Yeah. my Well, those are the only... That's my stellium. What's it, a stellium? Where you have three or more in one. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. And that can be very predominant in your personality. I have three... Like, three planets in one? Yep. I have three things in Capricorn in my first house... Like three things in Capricorn. In your first which is house? The first house. And then I have, I mean, I have three things in Aries, but then I have three sort of different things in my third house. I think it's just the planets, not the house. Just the planets. Yeah. Okay, so then I have three things in Aries. Three things in Aries, three things in Capricorn. Wow, so your Aries and your Capricorn are very, they're fighting with and each other. And that's my sun and my rising. Yeah. They're struggling for who, you, like, and then i'm just emotional pisces in the middle it's probably why you're so fucking emotional because you have 
I wonder sometimes. <laughs> I think you are. I just don't think you know how to be emotional. That, yes, that's it. That's, that's the fact. Interesting. I couldn't identify my emotions if they fucking slap me in the face, which they do often. I just don't know what they mean. It's all good. It's all good. We're getting there. What's your Saturn in? Aquarius. Mine too. Really? I think this is where it starts to get generational maybe. I don't know. What house is it in? My second. Okay, mine's in my third. Ugh. So my Saturn in Aquarius, it's the Saturn rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Your Saturn is in Aquarius, meaning you struggle with obstinacy, obst- obstinacy, a superiority complex, and being overly detached. Yep. I think I agree to the detached. Maybe the superiority complex is like, I feel like if I denied that, it would make me sound like I have a superiority yeah. complex. So I guess there's probably something there. And I don't know what obstinacy. I'm looking it up right now. Mine says it's in your second house, meaning you have had difficulties with money and material possessions. Thanks, Saturn. Stubbornness. Ah, yes. I feel like that's the Aries. But Aquarius, I I get it. It's in my third house, meaning I have had difficulties with the things I know and are familiar with. Hmm. Whatever the fuck that means. What's your third house? Mindset, thinking, speaking. Okay. Well, there's that. Well, there's that. <laughs> I mean, I don't like having difficulties with money and material possessions. Although, I guess I understand. I think it starts being generational with Uranus. Okay, so what's your Uranus Because it says that's in? for every seven years. Mine's in Capricorn. Mine is too. Uranus and Neptune in Capricorn. Mine too. Is your Pluto in Scorpio? Yeah. Okay. We're the same. Okay, onward. What does Uranus in Capricorn mean? I'll let you read. You're better than me at this. <laughs> It says it rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. Um, your Uranus is in Capricorn, meaning other generations are shocked by your generation's sense of responsibility, seriousness, rationality, and hunger for power. Is yours in your first house? Mine is in my second house. Oh, so mine's in my first house, meaning that uh, for me it manifests in rebelling against stated expectations about yourself and self-image. And because it's in your first house, your Uranus in Capricorn is a hyper-present in your personality. Yeah. What does that mean? You're very Capricorn. Okay, but what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Read it again. <laughs> um, that rebelling against dated expectations about yourself and self-image. Do you feel like you That's rebel me. against yourself? Fucking must. Yeah. This Capricorn versus Aries thing. I'd say. Yikes. Am I just... I think you're conflicted i think your pisces moon is perfect for what's going on can you imagine i had a scorpio chart. moon oh no because we wouldn't be friends we'd be <laughs> evil i i swear everybody with the scorpio moon is evil shout out scorpio moons you're evil we yeah, know it. you're e- i don't trust you you know what i don't trust and okay unless there's like aquarius and pisces or no, no, no. Unless there's like Aquarius and Cancer in your chart, like as a sun or moon, I do not trust a Pisces rising. No. Interesting. Unless there's like other airy, gentle yeah. signs in there. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Ooh, like a Pisces rising with like a Scorpio moon and like an a Leo sun. Ew, that'd be the worst person ever in the entire world. I right? do not get along with Leo suns, but I get along with any like other Leo in their charts. But there's something about the Leo sun. I just want to fucking smack you all. We know a lot of Leos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too many Leos. Oh, gosh. So my Uranus is in yeah. my second house, what meaning that mean? for you, this manifests and rebelling against dated expectations about money and material possessions. Okay. I think that's fair. What does that mean? I rebel against having I material feel like, things? No, I think that the expectation is that, I don't know, I guess if we, like the prior generation, it's like you have your money, you buy a house, you do this, like it's very, like, keeping up with the Joneses sort of. Sure. But you spend your money on like services and like things 
for self care, not like material things. Not like material things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that that kind of makes sense. Um, Neptune in Capricorn. Capricorn is our generation finds inspiration through hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. I mean, because we gotta, because the other generation didn't set us up for anything good, right? No. It says, mine's in my first house, meaning that for me, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical, wow, about yourself and self-image. And because it's in your first house, Neptune in Capricorn is hyper-present in your personality. Meaning for you, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical about yourself and self-image. So I'm like unrealistic and impractical about my hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. Mm-hmm. And mine's the same thing. It's in my second house about the money and material yeah. possessions. Am I fucked? I think I'm fucked too. Do my stars say I'm fucked? No. My numerology did. It did? Yeah. Fucked in what way? In um, my later in life, like after 35, my destiny number comes into play. And my destiny number is eight. And apparently that's just not a good destiny number to have. According to this one book. What, why isn't it good? I don't know. I was saying that, like, I was going to have to, like, be, like, I'll have, like, legal trouble here and there at least once. And then, like, my relationships are going to, like, fall off the wagon. And I was like, well, thanks, Destiny number eight. Like, Wow. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Rude. That is a very rude number. I know. But I'm not going to think about that one. No. <laughs> When the time comes. <laughs> when the time comes. I think I'll be fine. It's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, you look for answers, you get what you get, you know? Sometimes it's not always good. Where's Pluto? Let's let's do Scorpio. I'm confused, though. It rules your dreams, imaginations, and unconsciousness. You're Neptune and Capricorn meeting your entire generation finds inspiration through hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. It's in your second house, meaning that for you, this manifests in your ideal of bridging on unrealistic and impractical about money and material possessions. So, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> All right. Pluto in Scorpio. Pluto stays in each sign for up to 30 years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules power, intensity, obsession, and control. Your Pluto's in Scorpio, meaning your generation's psyche is comparatively passionate, intense, serious, private, self-obsessed, and perceptive. It's in your 11th house, for me, meaning you're, you personally are transforming outdated standards of friendship and social status. I mean, I think I would agree that our generation is definitely more self-obsessed than yes. others with social media and whatnot. Yes. So, cool. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm transforming outdated standards of friendship and social status. Why is Neptune and Uranus and Neptune... Oh, no. I think just Neptune, because that one's it was saying you're going to struggle, right? Why is Neptune about struggles? I don't know. I need to get more information on, like, the further away planets. Like, I know more about, like, the close ones, because they're so specific, where I think the further away planets that are more generational are more broad. Mm-hmm. So, I need to do more research on that. All right. My Scorpio in Pluto, or Pluto in Scorpio, is in my first house, meaning that you are person that you personally are transforming yourself and self-image. And because it's in your first house, your Pluto in Scorpio is hyper present in your personality. So you're all about rebranding, yeah, constantly. Yeah. Yeah, So, (laughs) so my Gemini sign and my Pluto in Scorpio are hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Damn. I love it. Oh my god, astrology is so cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we just went through our whole our whole co-star. This is like actually what we would do and how Tired Girls Club got started is we would just sit on the we couch, were literally just like reading back and forth. Yeah, and this is not the first time we've done this. We mm-hmm. would read it back and forth. There was one time we were sitting at a bar drinking margaritas, reading our co-star. Ooh. We should do that again. Yeah, I'm down. Um. But we're forgetting one other app that we love. Oh, the pattern. So the pattern is really cool because it gives you... It goes 
extra deep. Yeah, extra, extra, extra deep. Think of it as like a very detailed and specific quote-unquote horoscope that's like perfect for you in your life because it's your birth chart. Like I feel like horoscopes are hard because it's so general right it's like, like all aries are gonna feel this way today yeah it's which like, oh. not true right. where like the pattern like for instance let me pull mine up and you can even like add your significant others in there too and mm-hmm. like you can like compare your relationship pattern you can save little tidbits of info that you like or whatever um let's see what is mine so today it says the pattern oh can i read mine yeah You'll continue to meet blocks and frustrations in all your relationships if your happiness is based on your partner or you feel incomplete without someone in your life. If you habitually change your mood or your intentions based on your partner's behavior, then you're off track. Is that just like your pattern, like the first one that's up? Mm -hmm. Mine says, because you consider yourself responsible for fulfilling your romantic partner's needs, you may sacrifice your own. You've probably had relationships where you placed your happiness in a partner's hands. It's possible that you've become a caretaker for people with addiction issues. True. You're often willing to put up with behavior that's abusive and destructive in in an attempt to help someone you love. True. Not true in the current, but for sure true in the past. Yeah. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. And then it has the relationship pattern because I have Brian in there. So... I don't know if he knows I have him in here. (laughs) It says, even if you and Brian are both satisfied in the relationship and happy together, there might still be moments where you feel inhibited from acting a certain way around each other. Feelings of inadequacy might rise to the surface and you can't quite put your finger on why it's happening or what's causing it. And then you can go deeper and it'll give you like 30 more little like insights. Yeah. And it's like, okay, okay. So it says... But then there's generational stuff, which is interesting. And, like, you can see how your pattern aligns with other people's patterns. Shit's nuts. Yeah. Shit's really fucking nuts. It's really cool, though. And it's really, really specific. And Oh, yeah. Because it'll even tell you, like, date ranges. Like, from yeah. now until, like, June 21st, 2021, you'll have, like, something going on. And then it's going to transition into something else and all this sort of yep. shit. And it will even go into, like, a world update for, like, mm-hmm. everybody's kind of going through this right now because of what's happening in the universe. And, yes. I don't know, I think that's why astrology is so cool to me. Because, I mean, even just think about the moon and the fucking tide and how that affects what was that wow okay wow. sorry the lights just flickered but there's no lights on since daytime I'm really <laughs> um but yeah i don't know like and then we're made up of all water so that's why they say like the moon cycles affect us mm-hmm. and just like i don't know the energy of planets like everything's energy literally right. everything is energy and it's all like reflecting off each other in different ways yep. and all kinds of shit yeah no yep. it's so true life's nuts i would say if you're just getting into it start with time passages just get your basics yep. become familiar with what it means to be an aries pisces capricorn mm-hmm. or whatever your chart is understand that add people you know and like just go through that really simple graduate to co-star where you can see your whole chart read all that shit add your friends add us yeah because you us. can do that i'm mm-hmm. bextra b-e-c-c-s-t-r-a it's the same as my instagram um, JMO, I don't know what yours is. Lady Flora, same thing with two same Y's. Thing. Yeah. But I'm thinking about rebranding that even. Dang. I know. Savage. I know. Well, let us know. I know. I'm like, Keep I don't know updated. yet. Because like. Why do you want to rebrand it? You're just, you're Scorpio? Uh, I don't know. Because like now that I have this like idea of what I want to do with my life and like mm-hmm. go into like health coaching and helping people that way. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well. For now, you can find her on CoStar <laughs> at a lady with two eyes, Flora. Yep. Um, and then once you've come comfortable with that, jump into the pattern mm-hmm. and learn some like real shit. Like that'll take you down like a oh yeah real rabbit hole. Yeah. And then add all your friends into time passages. That's the easiest way because it's free. CoStar, you have to pay to add people that you don't know that don't add you that don't have profiles or whatever. Um, so make sure that your friends sign up too. Yeah, absolutely. It's fun. It is fun. I put, I have like a bunch of clients in my time passages. I want to pull it up right now. Oh my God. I know, right? I have, 
Let's see. I even have our like our animals in here. I have five clients in my time pastures. Okay. Okay. I have, you can have a little celebrity thing. I have like my whole family in there, which all makes a lot of sense. Oh, I find that I, well, one thing that I found is interesting is like my personal life and dating is the vast majority of guys I've dated, their birthdays have all been within the same week, literally. Whoa, that's crazy. Like Brian's September 20th. So I guess two weeks and then I've dated four different guys whose birthdays were between October 1st and October 4th that's crazy yeah and then I dated one guy whose birthday was in April a week before mine and he was the absolute fucking worst but so I tend to date like that six month like the opposite like my opposite basically which is that is really interesting I don't know how that happens but it always did that's crazy. I know. And then Brian's birthday is September 20th. My best friend growing up, her birthday is September 21st. So that must mean something. Like, they're so close. You attract these people. I do. I think I do. I I don't think I ever even knew a Leo until, like, Brian has a lot of friends that are Leos, but I, I don't think I ever fucking met a Leo in my goddamn life. I never knew anyone born in August. I wish I never knew a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> And then, oh, what's also crazy is I have three sisters, and their birthdays are February 4th, February 4th, and February 5th. Whoa. And they all have, we like, the three of them have different, like, parents. Because it's, like, my full sister, a stepsister, and a half-sister. Huh. So they all have, like, different parents, and their birthdays are all, like, fucking right there. Wow. And the, and the April 1. Wow. And then David's birthday's October 7th, so he's down there, and we get along. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Right. I ex- heard that, that. That came out of nowhere. That did. <laughs> and then my dad's a um, my dad's a Virgo, so that's cool too. My dad is I attract a those Virgos, moon. and you attract them Scorpios. I do. Yikes! I do. Wait, what's Alex's chart again? He's Scorpio, Sun, Sagittarius, Moon, Gemini, Rising. Sagittarius, Moon, Sag. People. Sag is another one that's Although, just... I do feel like Audrey being a purebred Sag, I actually appreciate her. I don't think she's that bad. I, think I don't Sagittarius think she's bad at all. I actually just... really like Audrey. I like her a lot, actually. I do. I really like her. But I, they're she just very just intense. Be like the shining star of Sagittarius. Well, Molly's a Sagittarius, too. And she's a Sagittarius sun and rising. My stepmom's Sagittarius sun and moon. But she's a Scorpio rising, so I think that that's the mm-hmm. a Scorpio... Yeah. That little Scorpio, wherever it infiltrates. Yeah. I think real, like, Scorpio sun people aren't that bad. They can be, like, bounced out. Yeah. But I feel like if that Scorpio's a moon or a rising, it's like, yep. e Scorpio, calm down. Yeah. But when it's their sun, it's just like, oh, yeah. There's something else to offset it. You yes. Know? Yep. But if you're being offset by a Scorpio thing. But if you're a Scorpio e. with a fire moon, that's, I feel like it's scary. So it's still Virgo's an Earth sign. Mm-hmm. That keeps like blowing my mind for some reason. I don't know why. I feel like it's a, like an air. But it's I know not. an Aquarius is an air sign, which I feel like it should be a water sign. And Scorpio's a water sign, which should be like fire, fire sign. sign. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. weird. And there's all elements that go with it too, which I really, really love. I love yeah, the whole elements. Um, yeah. So there's fire, water air and earth mm-hmm. and the fire signs are aries sagittarius and leo the air signs Sag is a fire sign mm-hmm. the air signs is gemini libra and aquarius the water signs are pisces cancer scorpio and earth earth signs are taurus virgo and capricorn capricorn so I'm all balanced out with mine. I got my fire sun, my water moon, so I'm just like neutral, and then my earth rising. So I was fucking so neutral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time, but confused. And my... Neutral, but confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what are you? you, you my son is an, My son is air. My rising is water, and my emotions are fire. Yeah, so you balance out too. Mm-hmm. Brian does the same, I think, because he has 
earth sun sign fire mm-hmm. moon and air rising. rising yeah i think that that's good when you can just balance out in some way and then you look into the rest of my birth chart and you see all that Leo and you're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yikes. Yeah, yikes, there it is. There she blows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh, gosh, I was going to say something else. What was it? What was it? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I wonder how astrology, I mean, I, I can see like the correlations with numerology and stuff, but I wonder... I wish this is where my sociology thing comes in and I keep jumping all around with my thoughts because okay. that's who I am. But yeah. but I wish that I could just take all this data, like all these all these birth information and whatever and all the information about everyone's um like Myers Briggs personality tests and all the information with the numbers and see if there is like a a correlation between yeah. all like, of it. All of it. Like what? What information could be drawn? Because it, I'm sure there's like, there's got to be something. Mm-hmm. I wonder what we would find if we had all this information. You should do it as a side project. I know, and that's like because you have our Myers Briggs or Briggs Myers or whatever Myers Briggs. I when I studied sociology, I loved running reports and like doing like the data stuff. Like that was what I was so into in it. Like I wanted to do research. Like that was my that was like where I was going to go with it. But it didn't seem realistic at the time for some reason. I was like, who, what, like, are there jobs? Like, I don't know. And so then I just got scared and didn't do it. But like, I was, I would stay up like all night when I had, when I was in my um, statistics class and I would just fucking like compare shit, run reports, ANOVAs, fucking things. And I was like, this is so crazy. And I it love was, it. made me so excited because it was just like, there are answers and it's like quantified and it's data and you can just like draw conclusions from science loved it even though it's social and like not mathy sciencey science it's like still science science. yes nonetheless loved it huh i know i like it that's yep i like i like that so i just am so curious what it would what it what it all means Mm -hmm. like are more aries people you know introverts or extroverts you should do it. Whatever. Gosh, where am I going to get all this data? I need like we a- have a salon full of people. That's true. You should do it for the salon. Mm-hmm. Create a survey. Oh my god, yes. Have everyone do it. Enter all the info. I know. What are you I looking want at you me to like do that it. for? I want you to do it. Okay. I need some free time. Shall we humble brag? I need some money. Samune. Samune. Yes, we can humble brag. My humble brag is that I picked up a bunch of hours at work, so I'm going to be a boss bitch and make money. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need that. Although I've picked up hours this week because I'm going to San Antonio this weekend. Oh my God. So my bring your man's birthday. It's my man's birthday. We're going to celebrate, celebrate his little Virgo ness. Yes. Is that a humble brag? Going yeah. To get to go to San Antonio for a weekend? Fuck yeah, that's a humble brag. Rage it up? Yeah. It's going to be great. I don't know what even we're going to do. I should probably figure that out. We're leaving tomorrow. Because today's Wednesday, what? right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be gone all weekend. We can't hang out. Wow. But I'm coming back at some point. I think on... I feel like we've been two ships in the wind for the last, like, We have, ever since he... No, just since he came back from wisconsin well and then you were in europe forever and that's then true. i left i already forgot about all that it's out of my brain i don't remember i <laughs> went on there. a trip what Done that yeah it's out oh yeah yep i've been back for like three weeks has it been three weeks i think so i think this is three weeks wow that's crazy I know. um i guess that's a humble brag i, I would think. think i mean i can't think of anything else to humble brag about anytime going to san antonio is a humble brag because I, I love fucking, san antonio i know it's so fun it's probably my favorite Texas city. I would never live there, but mm-hmm. I love it. I love the vibe. But just like go and do shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like scene. They're like music scenes way fucking better um, than Austin. Their scene is the fucking it's coolest. So good. Everybody in San Antonio is such a fucking badass. It's like, like fuck. Yeah. And like just great and nice. Yeah. And like knows how to have a good time. Yeah. I love San Antonio. And then there's like the river walk, which is fucking fun. And you can drink on the river walk, which is also fun. And you can just like 
chill. Have yeah. a good ass day. Definitely so, humble brag. I like that. I know. I'm, I'm pump, so pump, excited pump. for you guys. It's going to be fun. I know. Um, well, we, I guess, are done here. Yeah. So, Go download Time Passages and CoStar in the and pattern. pattern. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get all the info. You're going to, if you have questions, like, ask us. We also have, like, we follow a lot of really fun um, astrology Instagram accounts. So if you go on our page, we like uh, we'll repost things sometimes. Or if you just want to like do it the old fashioned way and look in our followers or people we follow and then just follow all those accounts, they're great. They're like, fun. Your mom's horoscope. Um, not Shout out. All, I like that one. Not all Gemini's. That one's fucking yes. funny. Yes. Um, CoStar even has an Instagram, which is like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's great. So Use the gram, y'all. Use, use the gram. Use the gram. Um, that's it. Dash it. Adios. Adios. Work, 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 work.